0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Jiu-Jitsu Times podcast. I am your host, Kevin Bradley, joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Gallagher, (laughs) and a legendary blue-chip guest, multiple-time Ultimate Fighter veteran, uh, currently signed to the UFC in the strawweight division. And uh, this is just my amateur guess. I haven't really looked into it, but I'm guessing just from the feelings I'm getting possible kage level shinobi of the hidden leaf village (laughs) roxanne the happy warrior matafari thank you so much for coming on the show today how you doing thank
1: you so much for having me i'm doing pretty pretty
2: good pretty awesome man
0: that's cool i
2: I am super excited to talk to you because uh, i'm a a huge fan of yours from a long long time ago so oh
0: thank you yeah i mean you were you were definitely a highlight on both seasons of the ultimate fighter you know and it was it was really cool uh, it's just—it's incredible to have you. Uh, but before we get into any news, I think we all want to say a huge congratulations to your recent promotion to black belt uh, in you. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So that was really awesome. I was actually the guy that got to write about that. So that was—that meant a lot for. I got oh, to do cool. the post on uh, Jiu-Jitsu I Oh <laughs>
2: it's, a, it's it's not that cool <laughs> hey, kevin, it sounds cooler than okay, what kevin <laughs>
0: you gotta stop bringing the uh, at the, the the vibe of the showdown <laughs> i'm sorry
2: i'm sorry but <laughs> jiu-jitsu times excited. is a very valued uh, uh
0: periodical that we should all uh we were all very uh very very highly highly acknowledged so tell take us a little bit more into – you made a really cool post about it. But take us more into that day specifically. Like how did it go? Like what do you remember about the experience?
1: Well, Evan Dunham and Mike Pyle were like constantly reminding me that they were going to go to the open mat. And I'm like, why are you – why do you keep telling me that you're going to go to the open mat? Like I was wondering. Um when I would be promoted, by who, like, I try not to think about it, because, you know, you're not supposed to think about that and worry about it. Just keep improving, keep focusing on your technique. So it's fine. You know, if I didn't, it was fine. Um, And then I showed up, and, you know, we trained for a while. And, um, you know, it's been like, I keep changing teachers, you know, and so I really didn't know, like, my lineage and, like, who would promote me and all that stuff. So finally, on the day of, you know, we were training, Evan Dunham, like, Paused, open mat, which never happens, and he lined everybody up on the wall, and I was like, "Oh my God, there's no way this is happening right now." <laughs> don't think about it. It's fine. You don't need it. It's fine. Ugh. You know. Then, you know. They they, you know, started talking about me and how much I have improved and used my jiu-jitsu in fights, and then he called me up, and I was like, <laughs> like I could barely hear them. I was crying, and it was, really cool. It was so cool. Like, you know how I, I long?
2: So... So how long did you train overall before you got your black belt?
1: Like 19, yeah, 16 19 to 19 years, like what including do you, judo.
2: Yeah. What do you think are some of the things that kept you from achieving that black belt? Just, just and the only reason, I, so I'm, I'm asking this for from, from the premise of other people that are out mm-hmm. there that may be in the same boat that you are that have been MMA fighters or has just been like yeah. training weekend warriors for years and years and years that don't really understand what it takes to get to that next level to get to that black belt. What are some of the things that you think made you realize, okay, in order for me to really get better at the art of jujitsu. I have to focus on X, Y, Z to achieve that.
1: Focus is exactly what it took. So I, when I went to Japan, I didn't put my Gi on at all. Like Gi was not a part of my schedule just because I had to prioritize MMA. So I did a lot of no Gi for a long time. And um, in order to be promoted in the Gi, I wanted to do Gi. So it was very important to me for me to have the skills in the Gi. You know, I didn't want to just train a bunch of no Gi and, and then get promoted, right? Um So I recognize that. And also the level, I don't want to say level, the way I trained in Japan, I felt like I got better, but there was no coach hovering around me saying, Roxy, your open guard sucks. You need to focus more on open guard. It was like, whatever they taught that day was something. And then the next day they taught something else. Like just kind of like general, like I just didn't really focus on anything. I just kind of trained with everybody. So I feel like I got my competency in competition went up but i didn't know a lot of moves and i didn't now
2: when you say competition do you mean mma competition or jujitsu competition
1: um i didn't actually compete a lot in jujitsu so i would say mma competition yeah and then i was limited in what i could do there so like i'm pretty good at an arm bar um because i go for it a lot but you know waiter sweep Right. You know, um, you know bolo and Crab Ride. Like, I, I suck at those, you know. So
2: guys. I guess the point I'm trying to make is because I'm a big proponent of this myself because I have tons of guys that have been training jujitsu under oh. me or at, in my gym, you know, that are accomplished MMA guys that still haven't even gotten their blue belt yet because – nice. Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Did I so, cut you off? Yeah. yeah a little bit.
1: I'm, I'm <laughs> so, sorry. So, I do I'm,
2: it a lot. I apologize. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm,
1: I'm, a, I'm, I'm long-winded for this. So finally, when I, I just no, decided, no, no. Like, all right, I really want to improve my Gi technique. I like canceled some sessions and I made the time to work in my Gi and I got private lessons. I said, Mike Pyle, what do I need to do to improve something? And he rolled with me and said, okay, let's improve your your uh, half guard passes. Let's improve your mount. So I started like taking private lessons and focusing on things like that. Um, so I really had to focus on you know various aspects of my game. And I asked my coaches and I got guidance. So finally, when I started spending more time on those things and like repping, 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 then I started really evolving. And I yeah. finally reached the level,
2: that yeah, next I, level. Yeah, 100%. And I, I think that... Like I like I, I'm sorry what I, what I was saying was that you know I think a lot of young guys that I train with the guys that aren't even young guys guys that have been around forever that have just been training for years and years and years that have never progressed past at our gym we have one test you have to take you have to take actually three tests in order to get your blue belt and it's just mm-hmm. a basic understanding of 101 intro level you know scissor sweeps you know bump sweeps all these other things at three wise men and we want to make sure that you guys have that's the only test you ever take those three tests to get your blue belt only time we test people.
0: i i feel so self-conscious just because i know my scissor scissors <laughs> <bump. laughs> no, you, got, you gotta promise me not to take away my blue yeah. belt man all right <laughs> but
2: it's not a point of understanding how to how to completed in a very competent level because you don't learn that. You figure that out throughout the course of Jiu-Jitsu. It was just the idea of going through the process of showing that you care enough to learn about these basic fundamental techniques in order to get your blue belt, and then you can do whatever the hell you want to do. And, like, I think the, the, the comparison I'm trying to make is that a lot of MMA fighters don't realize that by taking a few steps back and focusing on getting – because, yeah, MMA Jiu-Jitsu and Jiu-Jitsu Jiu-Jitsu – you know, to say they're different, yeah, they're different. You know, you're you're fighting to protect yourself. You know, you know what I'm talking about. But I think there's a big comparison a lot of time for MMA fighters believe that like they don't necessarily have t- to focus on getting better at jujitsu because as long as they understand what what it matters to be to be proficient at jujitsu enough in MMA to survive, they don't care about next level stuff. But what I believe is is that as you begin to get better at jiu-jitsu maybe you're never going to do a fucking scissor sweep in an mma game. you know maybe you're never going to do a, a a a honey hole entry from half guard to sit back in, in in a jiu-jitsu match but under yeah but you might but understand that you have that in your pocket makes your jiu-jitsu game better for mma and vice versa i guess it's a very i'm, I'm long-winded too but that's kind of my opinion on it no, anyway right <laughs> sorry <laughs> It's cool. It's cool to have someone
0: on like yourself that's been around for a while. So
2: let's talk more about you. Don't let me talk. Yeah. Too yeah. Much. So well, back to
0: now. to to sort of dovetail off of what Kevin's saying. Um, your specific, the specific way you train jujitsu for your job as an MMA fighter. Do you see? Uh, do you see it as unique in in your gym and your teachers, or do you see it replicated among your your coworkers and your your fellow fighters? Do they all say? Do they all train jujitsu the same way?
1: No, actually. Um, my head coach, my head MMA coach, John Wood, he tends to be more of a wrestling-based uh, coach. So we do a lot of chain wrestling. And then Mike Pyle, who's an assistant coach, he's more of like a jujitsu style guy. So I've been taking private lessons with Mike Pyle for like three years. So I try to take priv- privates with him and then implement what he teaches me in the class. So that's right. how I've been able to like get better in yeah. that regard.
0: Now, how do you, where do you feel you're now just purely just because unfortunately we are a jujitsu publication, where do you find <laughs> that your, your game sort of shines the brightest on the mats? You know, like, do you have a specific style you like, or you like pressure passing? Or...
1: Finally, like, I didn't really know my game until recently. I'm really fi- happy that I finally found my game, you know, um, half guard passing. And mount attacks from mount and arm bars from mount. Well, no. When I'm on the bottom, I tend to get arm bars, and when I'm on the top in the gi, I try, I tend to get like chokes and then arm bars. Um, also, the flower sweep hmm, and spider guard. I'm is. trying to develop yeah. my spider guard now. I'm not so I never, really. never,
2: I never had a big. I never, I never got real good at uh, at spider guard just because so I'm not a big grip guy. Guard. Yeah, Do you I
1: know when group... I get there, my legs are long, and I get there, and then I'm
2: like, I'm in spider guard. <laughs> yeah, right. Now you don't know. You now can what? you can maintain it pretty well, but it's, an, it's the idea of actually trying to score yeah. off it or, so a, or now I got some, some spider guard
1: stuff, and I'm sweeping everybody. It's pretty cool. Do
0: you uh, go for the uh, wrists or the the gee gi- sleeve? The like sleeve. tip. Yeah, it's that's that's the move. Like pistol grip. That's I. I'm very similar. You're 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 preaching to the choir just because I love getting into spider guard because it feels like for me. This looks cool. Like an observer would think, "Oh, I'm a real technical dude," and then they just step away and pass my spider guard. I'm like, "Well, that was <laughs> that was fun for five seconds, and now I just got to get out of side control." Do you yeah. uh, do you feel like the training in the gi has
2: also made your MMA game better?
1: Um. Yes and no.
2: That's an interesting question because I asked that in two. Aspects. I mean, I mean that in an overall meaning of as your yeah. jujitsu game has gotten better. And I also mean that if, for instance, you're training for a fight, do you feel like it's necessary no. or a waste of time to train? I in think game? it
1: used to be, but I think now with all the evolution of MMA and jujitsu, I think that sport, jujitsu, and MMA are like they have separated so much. um I think certain aspects of it, like my guard retention has gotten a lot better when I learned how to keep my hips heavy and like stick my like f- open my feet and keep them on the elbows and all that like my guard retention's gotten better which i learned in the gi um but i think i i think i think <laughs> not so much anymore right because you want to scramble up you know when you're yeah. on the bottom in mma but it's fine in jiu jitsu
2: <laughs> yeah i i i again i freaking I, I work with fighters all the time and one of the things i see the most uh, I mean, and it's hard because when you're dealing with MMA, you're dealing with it's not like being a jiu jitsu practitioner like myself and, and focusing on jiu jitsu competitions. Is, is not so easy. it's not and I want to say it's easy, but it's easier than MMA simply because I don't have to dedicate my attention to, to different aspects of my martial arts game. All I can do is focus primarily on jiu jitsu so I can say these right. things like learning jiu jitsu is great. You're going to get better. Dedicate your time because it's worth it. When you do an MMA, you have to think about, you know, three aspects if you're game four sometimes. You know, if you're talking about your cardio your condition, you got your wrestling, you got your striking. You I you think got it depends. For MMA. example, just...
1: Mike Pyle taught me the flower sweep Nogi. And boy, that's friggin' worked in my, yeah. a lot of my MMA Hooking fights. Hooking up
2: you know, underneath the leg or, or posting with like a – yeah. yeah. So I, mean, I, I,
1: will,
0: I will definitely say as someone who is actually – I started following you from your, your first season on The <laughs> Ultimate Fighter. uh, positionally it's it's a completely different game you're you're much more you seem much more mindful about where you are on the octagon and like how to get into a more advantageous position I, that, i'm sorry if that sounds like a, a dick thing to say from like a uh no that's uh, Maxi completely accurate. yeah no it's 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 uh it's it seems like i i use this term from bj penn a lot but it's like that no matter in no matter where you are in a fight, if you came from somewhere else, you'll revert to that thing. If uh, if the the shits hitting the fan, like your your home yeah. base, like if yeah, you are a yeah. Muay Thai fighter, you are gonna revert to being a Muay Thai yeah. Muay Thai fighter. You are not gonna shoot a double leg. Um, do you find yourself reverting to uh, jujitsu and grappling when things are getting oh, yeah. tough? Oh yeah.
1: Jennifer Maya was I, it was like the last 10 seconds of our fight and I was losing and I freaking jumped guard and tried to armbar her. <laughs> <laughs> but I was losing so I'm like all right, I just jump guard. I mean, I it, worked, jumped it worked
0: guard. for it worked for Dylan Dennis. <laughs> it worked for Hail Mary. Yeah. Kevin, when do you pull guard?
2: When do I pull guard? Yeah.
0: I'll tell you like I
2: I I like to wrestle, but I also like to I also am wise enough and intelligent enough to realize when I'm not the better wrestler. So I will use that as a strategy to try to tire out the better wrestler and make you know hand fight when i'm not a very good wrestler sometimes i'm i'm what you'd call a very good wrestler so in other words like i was a decent high school wrestler i finished since i placed at state my senior year and i've been wrestling via my jiu-jitsu my entire career i am not an elite level wrestler and i'm talking about you know division one you know freestyle national championship wrestling type mentality so like I can understand when I'm a very good wrestler and the guy across from me is an elite wrestler and I understand that yeah I might be able to take this guy down but I can sure as hell make his life hell when he tries to take me down so I'm gonna do everything in my power to make him feel like he's getting a takedown and make him work work hurt when in reality I'm just trying to stand up and then eventually when I say okay this is time I'll just pull my guard and work from there or I'll just let him take me down and be like, all right, cool. You worked your ass off for it. And it's all a matter of depending on what I'm doing. If it's a points match, obviously, I got to work harder for the takedown and stuff like that. But, you know, that's, that's generally where I stand with that. that, was that a long question. I feel like I'm talking. No, about no, it. that's
0: great. What I you see, what I do is if I know I'm dealing with like, if, if, if it's sparring and I know I'm dealing with someone that's like way better than me, I'll, uh, pretend to get a stomach ache and then go to the bathroom and I'll just sort of <laughs> chill out. Uh, Chris, Chris Noonan, a friend of the show will like knock on the door and say, Hey, you, you okay, bud? And then I'll make some like noise and then I'll just, and then I'll get to go home. And then I'm, my I'm,
2: I'm definitely not one of those guys. That <laughs> believes the, the, if you pull a, if you pull a guard, like God kills a kitten or something like that. I, I don't, I don't <laughs> think that's, I really, honestly, when you watch a lot of like high level jujitsu matches right now, I feel like there's so much emphasis on the takedown, even in sub only matches where it's like, dude, come on, bro. Like, Neither one of you guys are really working too hard for this takedown. I mean, once you get to the takedown, what are you really doing from the top position? Is your jujitsu competent enough? Let's just start to the action because this battle for a takedown in a ten-minute match and you're up. Well, that's actually a that brings down. up a, a question
0: ever. I was going to get to a little bit later. But uh, Roxy, do you follow much professional grappling like at the the higher levels? Like, because <laughs> I, mean, I imagine I imagine some end up in your gym like high-level guys uh, in pure jiu-jitsu anyway so i'm
1: training all day long the last thing i want to do is come home and watch some kind of fighting on on my computer okay i would watch it you know if somebody showed me a video at the gym or if somebody sent me a clip or something like that i just don't actively seek it out
0: okay i only ask just because you see a lot of ufc fighters using like grappling super fights as a way to stay loose in between fights and maybe experiment yeah oh
1: the I was going to do the submission underground
0: and then the really happened. Ah, oh, it's oh, And man. Everyone,
1: my coach, my mom was like, don't go to Portland, Oregon
0: right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Stay away from okay. Portland for a little bit. Oh, do you know?
2: I, who- read, <laughs> I read an article today that Chael Sutton said he was going to keep the submission grappling going. Yeah, I saw that he's, he put out a video.
0: He put, I don't know
1: if that's. I know that's... I saw it. I yeah. Saw it. I felt bad. Yeah. I think they're gonna invite me back, so I hope so. I really yeah. wanted to fight this girl Amanda. Like I got excited. I was like, oh she's
0: really good. I can't wait to test myself against her. <laughs> oh really? Was you it gonna like- be no gi or gi or one of those weird tag no team? Game. Okay. Because no I know they, they also do like we we had Kyle Bam on the show. He talked to us about like the, the tag team rule set that Submission Underground sometimes <laughs> uses. And that's like I, I like pageantry in uh in MMA sometimes. I like it when they do crazy stuff like the <laughs> like i don't know if you saw it but substars you know before it was revealed that they were uh, a a ponzi scheme they had a, a big sumo fight with like some actual sumo wrestlers from japan and they had like they had yeah did you not know about that
1: no oh so they had rumble they had
0: rumble johnson and curtis blaze fight two sumo wrestlers from japan
2: in a sumo wrestling match and not just sumo what? wrestlers like not like like
0: legit like world champion like uh yokos No they sumo were they were champion, yo, they were you know, high, yeah. level Yoko high, high level yokos very high level in Japan they I think they were retired from professional competition but um uh, Yama was like one one of the guys was like the heaviest Japanese man in recording right, you history. probably
2: you probably know I how, covered you the fight. japan right yeah, I yeah. listen
0: listen I just and this is this is the only time I would ever admit this because Roxy's on uh, one of my favorite uh anime slash manga to re- come out recently is Hinomaru sumo which is a sports anime a sports anime manga about sumo wrestling and Snap, ever since- i haven't seen
1: that one I'm looking
0: it up, is so good you need to really? and also the op okay. is amazing oh god i uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> okay. I'm, I you. feel like I'm outed for later. something. <laughs> when, when
2: you nerds quit talking,
0: wake me up. <laughs> I'm just joking. No, but it, it when you really look at sumo, you see that there is a lot of technical prowess involved. Like they were hitting foot sweeps, and they were fighting for grips on the. Oh the yeah. Maui belt. I think,
1: I think Robin Black did like a break, a one minute breakdown of that once.
2: How good is you know Robert Black, Black, by the way? That guy's amazing. He's this the best. The he's so good.
1: Bink. He's so good. <laughs> yes,
2: I just, I just sent you a picture with me and that, uh, that sumo guy, Kev. You want to put it up?
0: Oh, uh, okay. Hang on one second. Um, I'm not sure I'm familiar with this gentleman, but
2: how long, how long did you uh, live in Japan, or do you, do you, do you, are you back and forth? Oh, yes, oh you,
0: you. T- uh here we go. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not I do not know if I recognize yeah, this guy. Do you know his name? Or? He
2: is the yeah, he's the he was the big honcho. He was the guy that was like seven hundred pounds, six hundred pounds or something.
0: Oh, like that's that. yeah. oh yeah, that is Yama. That, yeah, he's Shama, the guy yeah. that fought. Wow.
2: Yeah. And then there was another <laughs> like national champion, four time national champion It was really small, only weighed about two hundred and twenty pounds.
0: He was a li- like he was a lighter weight sumo wrestler, but he like he manhandled Curtis Blake. It was so he got like foot trips and uh Of course. <laughs> we're so of course he did.
1: that's his thing
0: but yeah, this that actually dovetails into the fact that you spent a a, a long amount of time as an english teacher in J- in japan right
1: mm-hmm.
0: um at what point in your life were you you stationed over there like how old were you
1: uh, i went there right out of college so like 22 or something i guess 23 22 and then until the ultimate fighter season 18 so, however old I was then. So, forgive wow.
2: me if I don't know uh, your, your appropriate genealogy. Now, I know we promised we wouldn't talk about it, but what the hell? Are we I don't want to talk about it now. <laughs> Were you involved in fighting prior to your, uh, your, your trip to your, your time in Japan? Or was it something that you found, about, found out about in Japan?
1: No, I started in college when I was in America.
2: Cool. Did you, what did you do? Did you do some, some wrestling? Did you do some, like, sambo or something like that? Shoot fighting?
1: Google me, bro.
0: Uh, I, I know, she actually, I know you actually want a I naga. Could. You want a naga if I'm not mistaken, correct? I did a lot
1: of nagas pretty
0: much all four years uh, that I, was cool. yeah, I okay, I'm only pausing just because I found a picture of the the Substars event and this is uh oh, Anthony yeah. Rumble Johnson yeah. being picked yeah. up. He was picked up and placed <laughs> outside of the ring. Nice. And it was the most <laughs> surreal thing I'd ever seen. Like You could watch it was funny great. because I
2: was I was there and when you were there you kind of I mean even watching it live you kind of figured it out, but it was definitely a work like they had a four-man tournament and it was the two UFC guys and the two uh, sumo guys and they had a like a round robin type tournament and then the winners obviously were the, the two finals were the, were the were the sumo guys but you could obviously tell that like the sumo guys are like yeah dude like here, like Rumble Johnson and Ruben Blades, like I love it, you. It seemed like you have it, no chance of winning here. I don't want to hurt you.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the, no, it <laughs> seemed like they were very they were so nice. skilled to the yeah. point that they could essentially it was like a black belt rolling with a white belt. That's how it felt. Like yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna yeah. toy with you, you're not gonna get hurt.
1: That's funny.
0: Um, yeah, but uh, something that came up a little while ago, and the primary reason I actually reached out to have you on the show is you—you you have a very, uh, a very, uh, unique nickname. Uh, there's like eighty-seven pit bulls in MMA. There's all these <laughs> killers, and you are the Happy Warrior. It is currently a very unhappy time for not just uh, jujitsu but MMA at large. You know, there's all this sadness because people can't train, and it's—it's it's a bummer. And we just wanted to know how the happy warrior is is keeping her trademark positivity during this obviously bummer time.
1: Goals. Okay, so most jujitsu people know what it's like to accomplish something, to hit that sweep, to have goals, you know, skill goals, fitness goals. So I think what you have to do, even if you're in quarantine, especially if you're in quarantine, is set some kind of goal, whether it be any goal. Um, It doesn't have to be jujitsu related. So I'm so busy with training that I have a whole list of things in the back of my mind that I wish I could do, but I just don't have the time for. So the day, the first day that I got quarantined, I cleaned my apartment, cleaned the whole thing. I swept the floors. I scrubbed my bathtub. I cleaned it. I went to bed that night. Dang, I accomplished that goal. Okay. Uh, the next day, I think I changed my wardrobe. So I brought out my summer clothes, put away my winter clothes. I accomplished that goal. I'm writing a third book. I was like, I'm gonna get 10 pages today. 10 pages. So I put my energy towards that goal. So instead of just sitting here like, man, like this sucks. I can't train. I have all this energy. What do I do with it? I'm gonna go punch the wall. You know, I made a goal and I and I put that energy towards it. So. We can't stop ourselves from the thoughts. We can't stop the thoughts from coming into our heads, but we can replace them and redirect them. That's thought replacement. And that's something that I do and I learned before my fights and my matches. Like, oh, you're nervous, you're nervous. Okay, well, that's okay, but I know the guard pass, I know this. Like, you just replace it with the techniques. You fill your brain with other things because your emotions are controlled by the thoughts in your head. So I would say to those people out there, um, this is a very scary time. Maybe you're laid off from work. Like, okay, okay. But day by day, try to make a goal, whether it be 100 uh, 100 push-ups. My friend just said 100 push-ups. 50 push-ups a day. (laughs) I don't know about 100. Um, Maybe 100 push-ups. Or clean your house or cook something new. Like I've been trying new recipes. I've been writing my book. Um, Make goals. And that'll give your brain something to focus on and try to stay at least not negative. Even if you're not super positive, at least you're not super negative. You know what I mean? So that would be what I'd say.
2: Yeah, well I heard um Jocko had a I, I follow him on Instagram and he had a pretty good one who Jocko is the SEAL guy. He had a pretty yeah. interesting post he put up about keeping a schedule and keeping a routine and, and trying your best to maintain yeah. that routine. And that's what I've been doing. I it varies here and there a little bit, but like for the most part, I wake up, I get some breakfast, I watch a little TV, then I do a little working out, then I take my dog yeah. for a walk, then I'll cook, you know, and I try to maintain yeah. some semblance of normalcy.
0: Or I'll just sit in my bed and play video games all <laughs> day. That's the yeah, We go for a
1: jog. I always right. jog and do yoga every morning yeah. at seven.
0: But that's, this fu- is- that's funny, just because I wanted to say, just because go ahead, go ahead. my my um, I'm staying at home right now, uh, quarantine with my my folks while uh, my siblings are uh, out, and I I love walking my two dogs every morning, like I love getting up early, feeding them, making sure everything's fine, and my dad actually tried to. Uh, walk them a few days ago and i almost like we almost got into an argument because i'm like no i need to walk the dog like i need to keep the routine going i need to keep (laughs) the the pattern stable like you gotta the world's crazy right now and i i get to walk these guys and they don't they don't know it's crazy and i think that that rubs off on me a little bit
1: that's cool for sure
0: yeah also yeah dogs are great yeah, dogs are just a solid, uh, a solid ad in this very turbulent time. Just because they'll, they'll like, they'll still drink out of the toilet. They're not concerned about coronavirus. <laughs> are you getting any, any legitimate training at all? Any kind of pad work or mitt work or
2: any kind of sparring at all? in with some people?
1: Actually, yes, but I'm afraid to post about it. Oh, yeah, I, don't I know.
2: You don't want to be everybody. blasted for it, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's I early. Well, yeah is garage right. well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah Gordon know, Gordon Ryan uh, Tom Gordon the last, last posted to something today and, Ty and he <sighs> took a lot of heat for it
0: yeah I'm not I'm not walking into that one yeah, I, yeah. it's just it's he, he, Tom ended up taking it down so it's not it's not a big deal but I everyone is nothing has happened that's kept people out of the out of gyms this long it's it's very surreal you know and um it's all, but it's always good to use time like this to reflect, you know, I feel like a lot of people that were maybe going in half-heartedly once or twice a week are gonna, for at least maybe a little bit, go every day once their jiu gyms are back open, and now, you, now we're gonna have to fight for mat space, but, you know, I'm happy that everyone is realizing how valuable it is.
1: I have something important to say. Yep. Yep. I hope that people don't cancel or freeze their memberships because these gyms like we want them to be there when we get back there, you know, like the gym owners are freaking out right now because like students are wanting to freeze memberships and not pay. I mean, yeah, I know people losing their jobs. It's so hard. I don't know. Like, I want to keep, you know, paying my gym membership and supporting the gym because when they open up, we're going to need a place to train. Right.
0: Right. I, I would like to, to, to just for a moment shout out one of my old uh, coaches, Brad Wolfson of Soulcraft uh jitsu and he's one of many like I only I only say him just because he's the first to come to mind, but uh, he is one of many coaches that are keeping all of their gym owners that are keeping all their coaches on payroll and making sure, you know, they get something during this time just because, you know, gyms they're not just one guy owns them a lot of times it's a it's a network of people that are being supported by this thing so yeah to to your point Sorry, I point to the wrong direction all the time. But to yeah. your point, point, and
2: just so people understand that you know, a lot of small business owners, like they're they're not. I mean, you're looking at it with large businesses. You look at the the airline industry. They're they're only out of business for three weeks. They're already going under. Like a lot of these, a lot of these small businesses, you know, they can't afford to take a month off with no money coming in. They just they won't have their businesses when they come back. And if you enjoy jujitsu, and you want to be able to make it in there, you have to can, you have to sacrifice so you have a place to train when these guys. Come back and, and eventually, eventually the world will continue to turn. You want to make sure you got place a place to train with. Like
0: yeah. Have you? Uh, has this uh, period of? Uh, hey, Kevin, I think you're you're getting a little feedback. Do you mind yeah, if I, I? I keep I keep muting it. And uh, do you mind if I try me. mute? Yeah, you, go ahead. Do you mind if I try me Okay, i uh, You can hear me though, right? Okay. Is
1: it me because I just plugged my phone into the wall because I'm running out of batteries.
0: Oh, I think it. I think it. Uh, it could be you. Uh, I'm
2: uh, without the. Um, I just plugged it back in. Do you have? Do you have headphones? The headphones make yeah, a difference. Yeah, but big I had
1: difference. to pl- take them out to part- Oh yeah. Uh, I have, like, that's... Five if you don't want any feedback. I uh,
0: iPhone has has turned this into a prisoner's dilemma by removing the headphone jack. Just because you can't, you need to buy uh, like Air AirPods in order to use your phone while it's being charged or buy like an adapter so it's cool. right, apple so has notoriously hijacked like, the would world you
1: like five minutes of talk time with no interruptions or would you like me to keep keep <laughs> keep charging my phone
2: uh whatever just keep it gone screw it ain't that bad we'll keep talking
0: yeah no i'll just i'll i'll screw around with the audio a little bit if need be but Kev, we'll Kev can fix that stuff yeah <laughs> I had to get I, hey, I went to school for this. now I get to <laughs> now I get to to try and use it. but uh, has this time ever like you you literally wrote the book on staying positive? Has this time made it's you crack into website, <laughs> We will link we will be sure to link that uh, down below. In fact, uh, I'm just gonna see if I still know how to do this. Boom, there we go does how, how to be positive by Roxanne Modafferi <laughs> Now has this has this time period in a in the world ever made you crack open your own book to just sort of get inspired or
1: um stuff my mom says pretty much repeats the book because I was inspired by her so chat with my mom she repeats this one. I'm like oh yeah that was chapter 8 oh yeah that was chapter 10 oh yeah that was chapter 6 so yes <laughs>
0: Are we gonna get an updated cover with a black belt?
1: Oh, cool!
0: (laughs) Just get a marker and fill it in when you buy it. You, you murdering negativity demons, just like in a black belt. How to stay positive? Like you're happy, but there's all murder surrounding you. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's that's something I can ask you about. How do you? How did it take you? How 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 do you how do you approach writing a book? Of them I mean, are you are you a professional writer? Have you had do you have a writing background or it's just something that you decided one day you wanted to write? Yeah.
1: I've always wanted to write as a kid and I've been very strong at English and I love writing. So I pretty much try to write what I'm inspired to write, and then I get it all everywhere and then I go back and I organize it into some cohesive, you know, usually halfway through writing it, I figure out like how I want the order to be and then I start filling filling it in. It's no, hard to get interesting. Chunks
2: chunks. So you but think it's just, yeah, just getting the chunks written out as quick as you possibly can. So it's it's more about outlining after, just getting the ideas down and then going back and reconstructing them.
1: That's what I like to do. Yeah,
2: I like to just just insights, insights. I I eventually would like to write a book too. I just I don't know what the hell I'm gonna write about. I should if, use this time. If you time could, now.
0: if you if you could hand your your manual for a positive outlook to one UFC fighter that you thought needed it, who would you hand it to? You can not answer, but I don't know.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just a 17...
0: No, no, no comment. <laughs> no, I, I, hey, that was, that was a long shot. I, I just had to ask, but um, I, I, I've been holding off on asking this question, but I feel like I've been good and I get to ask it now. Bring it on. Uh, we are now, well into a quarantine, a lot of people are, are looking for things to watch. What is your go-to anime list for a quarantine? Mm, I want this, too. Yeah.
1: My Hero Academia. Obviously. Hero academia. And it's very positive. I mean, very inspiring. Of course, there's um, conflict, you know, resolution. Um, really inspiring. Just man i really relate to it as a fighter so much you know watch
0: it now does does you does you say run go with everything say again does you say run go with everything
1: you say run that's
0: is the, that the that's that's the that's like when all might ever does anything the song that plays like him versus i don't
1: know, I don't know but i really like um i one of my, my favorite one of my favorite songs of all time is the theme song that was playing during the um festival. Was it the festival when they when Oh they were, you
0: like, mean when Jiro is everybody. everyone's I, dancing I, I, and there's a concert?
1: No no it was one right before that.
0: Oh okay. I'm not sure. I will I will try and find it and throw it up maybe.
1: But... I can't remember.
0: <laughs> oh no, I gotta watch it again. That's such a bummer.
1: Oh, I can tell you.
0: Oh, on yeah. So oh,
1: I memorized it. Like I went and I looked up the lyrics because I can speak Japanese. And, like I really wanted to remember, oh. sing along. <laughs> it makes me happy to sing along. Did um, you
2: ever get to see Josh Barnett while you were in Japan?
1: <laughs> I, I can't see the name here. I don't know the title. Sorry. I
0: I think I I, I feel like I'm gonna get crap from my friends for not knowing the title. Oh, um,
1: is it, uh, find uh, my find
0: your my story. story yeah da, 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 da. okay oh man i it, it's just they just keep one-upping themselves i'm more of a jojo opening guy but i i definitely i definitely feel they're strong contenders
2: <laughs> my, uh, my 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 uh my struggle <laughs> <laughs> a, little, a little different little different book <laughs> yeah let's
0: not i think we're not gonna link to that book i, <laughs> I just that book. personal all right so <laughs> my hero academia uh, how about uh and two more if you have them off the top of your head
2: um oh, that's much better
1: yeah yeah i, I put the earphones back yeah, in 40 cool. uh, okay. um dr stone is pretty
0: fun <sighs> Oh, man. I felt like I learned more in the first few chapters than, like, all of elementary school, just because the, right? the pre- they they go deep into... Okay, so Kevin, for your information... Dr. I'm stone, here with you. Everybody, everybody on Earth turns to stone, except for, like, and, and a few people wake up, and essentially they gotta restart humanity, but one of the guys is really smart, and so he's able to just slowly work his way up the technological ladder. Like, he builds a cell phone, he builds, like, a bunch of stuff, and they take you through like how to do it, like like the chemical stuff that needs to happen, and he's able to build this crazy stuff. Like he makes ramen. In, I was and googling you're
1: like, is this really what you do? And it's like, yeah, that's really what you do.
0: Oh man, it was like I, I was watching cells at work, and it's like the same thing. Where it's so like, where the, do you, and, uh, where do you
2: find if I'm just a layman off the street that's looking to kill some time while I'm uh, quarantined away? Where where do I find these Japan anime, uh, these anime? Uh... <laughs>
0: Theory, a
1: secret, is website. I secret I can, website. I don't know if I can announce
0: it. Roxy, he's cool. He's <laughs> cool. He, I'm cool. He gets, he's cool. <laughs> I, oh, mean, no, that... I don't want it shut
1: down if it gets out there. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. they're, oh. they're gonna find it. And
0: all it right. Oh, on we, the I'm dark gonna web. go ahead and say we all know <laughs> like, which website you're talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Maybe no, later. You if can you sh- want to link later, you can watch you can watch uh Crunchyroll for free. There's ads, but it's it's pretty good in a jam. Uh yeah, Crunchyroll's good. Go yeah. To I'm surprised they haven't reached out to you for some sort of marketing deal have they? <laughs> no. That
1: yeah, is okay. that is
0: money they are actively throwing into a furnace. <laughs> okay, so my hero Dr. Stone uh one more.
1: I don't
0: know. You don't know? <laughs> Okay, well, I'm just gonna say, watch JoJo's. Just go for Dizarre. those.
1: My hero is, is pretty good. Just it's my a hero is
0: everyone. so good. My hero might be better than Naruto, and I don't want to offend by saying that. Wow. But that's so a bold statement. I I,
2: I I have a journal idea who Naruto is, and in, in the, the, the 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 gravity that he holds in the in the anime uh, world. So that's a bold statement, there, Cotton. <laughs> it's a bold strategy, Cotton. It's let's see if it plays Cotton. out for <laughs>
0: Oh man! Now I, uh, the last anime. Th- oh, Roxy. Oh no. Oh,
1: uh, oops.
0: Oop. Oh. You still there?
1: Did you have? Do you have me? But yeah.
0: Yeah, we got you.
1: Can you see me? Yeah. All right.
0: Um, I, I would love to ask what what was the ins- the inspiration for the <laughs> wig at weigh-ins? Was there?
1: I'm not allowed to. Today, oh because of the
0: Reebok deal. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. It's
1: just a yellow wig. Okay,
0: so <laughs> yeah. the, the the uh <laughs> alien funny. hero uh... No,
1: no, 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 no. Okay. It's it represents my power level is what exactly. saying. Okay,
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll bleep no, that. No,
1: everybody knows it, but it's like that.
0: I'll bleep. I'll, I will bleep that speaker. out. I am very sorry about. Wow, that. they
2: consider. it yeah, you can. I don't.
1: I don't think any Reebok people are gonna watch this video. Yeah. But just for your information, <laughs> if any fans like want me to say that on camera, like you watch Ariel Helwani's, like specifically asking me about it, I'm like, yeah, it's just my power level. But I'm not supposed to wear anything that's copyrighted. But it's just hmm. a yellow wig, so it doesn't yeah, really say anything dragon. on it. So it could be anything. So they like oh, it be where that
2: damn <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, power yeah. Level, it's, power levels. It's level. it, the same way Habib's hat represents his power level, your wig represents yours. Exactly.
2: exactly. That is totally
0: exactly. That is totally it. Well, uh, at at this point in the show, I would I would like to ask if there's there's anything you could tell us about uh the future. And I know that it, with the UFC and MMA in particular, it's um uh in flux right now, but do you have any anything on the books as, in terms of fights? future plans uh, or has the virus just sort of
1: the virus has grabbed us all by the throat and like squeezed man. so i was really hoping to fight um lauren murphy because she called me out in the summertime you know i was thinking international fight week but i mean because then jojo uh, my teammate is supposed to be fighting for the title in june but man like who knows now so i'm kind of glad that i don't have a fight set so i'm not going to be stressed out Um, hopefully this all blows over and we get back to it, you know, I'm just right now I'm focusing on strength training. I'm doing it 3 times a week instead of twice a week, I'm hitting mitts in my coach's garage with him, just trying to get better and not get fat and do
2: <laughs> Is strawweight a, a a jump up in I'm your normal weight, weight. class Sorry, or your fl- flyweight you fl- fly fly is that? I don't I'm yeah. I you know what I'm, I'm 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 embarrassed because I I box my entire life but I still get confused over the weight weight classes. <laughs> is that you coming up or you're going down in a weight class to get to that weight?
1: Um my first half of my career I was bantamweight, which is one thirty five, and then I dropped to fly weight, which is one twenty five. So i okay. I've been happy at flyweight now. i am getting muscle though, so it's getting harder and harder to make it, but I still always make weight.
2: Yeah, so is that is that something that's closer to your natural weight walking around at uh, at one twenty five?
1: I don't well, I don't walk around at one twenty five. No, I, mean, I used but... to walk around at one forty, wow. now I'm walking around at one well, then it was one forty two, and nowadays I'm walking around at one forty four. Right. It's getting like hard to you know cut the weight but um i think a lot of fighters are running into that with just gaining more muscle with more training and stuff
2: yeah if you could do it smart you get that muscle on and and then you're stronger when you fight it's just it's always that that kind of like in between do i want to put that much muscle on or i want to stay to an area where it's easier for you to make the weight you kind of find that magic number but that's cool i've been lifting a lot and i see i think that anymore in today's modern era if you're not Making yourself in the best athletic shape that you possibly can be, then you're just not doing yourself what you need to do yeah. to be successful. I think the days of like just being a martial artist and competing at the UFC is behind us. We need we're getting I
1: agree
2: legit world class athletes that have to train like world class athletes in exactly. order like, to even to even step in the in the in the uh, in, in the in the ring to even be in a contention.
0: Exactly. Right. Actually, that's something just because when when you really look at your career, you've you've been in this sport for a long time. Have you noticed any any sort of rise in the caliber of not even not skill, but like athlete? Uh, Roxy, can you hear me? Yeah, sorry, I, I
1: right. messed up. Say that one more
0: time. Oh, I was just saying like it, it within the time you've been competing, I think it's I think it's 40 fights, right?
1: Forty
0: five. Forty five. Forty five. Wow. Sorry about. Sorry about that. Um, have so you noticed friends. any? Have you s- noticed uh, any sort of rise in the in the quality of athlete that you're fighting? Oh, if yeah. not, Absolutely. Uh,
1: That's why I started losing all my yeah. fights when I was like in Japan. My last several years, I dropped to 125, and I just felt weak and not good because I wasn't training physical, doing any physical training. And then when I moved back to America, and I started learning how to cut, cut weight differently and do more physical training, then I was able to keep up. And I think I've caught up.
2: Yeah, the, the science of fighting has come eons over the last five years, like eons and eons. We're we're breaking free from kind of the old school boxing mentality of trying to break your body down and then building and then putting yourself in the worst possible condition. I think guys are starting to realize, no, bro, like you need to keep yourself healthy because MMA yeah. is is hard on your body. If you're not keeping yourself healthy, yeah. strong, then you're doing yourself a disservice. Mm-hmm. Well, Roxy, I know you got to get going, and I appreciate you coming on because I had a little. A little freaking like, uh, little like excitement just getting to get to talk to you, man. It was pretty cool. Kevin,
0: you can admit admit it, you fangirled out, but I did fangirl,
2: I totally did. I have a a little freaking MMA crush on you there, it was nice to have you on. I've known you forever, I was a fan of yours. (laughs) From uh, from the Ultimate Fighter days, I, and I'm, I'm glad I got to talk to you. So this is cool.
1: Thank you so much, you guys.
0: No, for sure, for sure. Kevin, she won't come back if you don't leave her alone. Come on.
2: <laughs> I mean, no, but you know, if, can I slip into your DMs?
0: Okay. Show me some good jujitsu moves. Yeah, exactly. I like hey, no, hey, 100%, listen, listen. 100%. You're, you're talking to a three-time IBJJF Masters champion. Not the guy, so
2: the Br- brown belt. What's up, big
0: that is the yeah. first time you've ever downplayed your championships. <laughs> You're I'm insane. talking to a legend. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to <laughs> All I right. Well, I, I can personally say this has been a, a very positive experience. Some of the episodes recently have taken a right. bit of a dour note <laughs> yeah.
2: just
0: because of how it, it, it is a really uncertain time and it's definitely a good time to remember those positive lessons and remember that even if we can't do it right now, we all found a really great hobby. We all found a really great yeah. thing to throw ourselves into and become passionate about. And that it'll be there for us when we get back, you know. And, exactly. And we,
1: if you support your school. <laughs> yes.
0: That is the I'm really happy that the Jiu-Jitsu Times has been really big on advocating that we've written Avery Clemens, our 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 wonderful leader and and boss and and czar of the Jitsu times at next to kit. She's put out a ton of great articles about supporting your local schools and all the great Good. efforts that are going on. So, and she is also a big fan of yours. So <laughs> she's, and, she's saying hi from wherever she is. Uh, hi. And, yeah. And, and Roxy, I would, uh, I, I hate to ask more of you, but if you could, do you have any closing words for uh, all the people without a place to train and sort of just not being positive?
1: Smile and carry on. Right. The alternative is don't smile
0: and carry on. I like that. It's a very hey. good. A very good
2: answer. Very simple question to a very comp very simple answer to a complicated question.
0: All right. Well, this has been the sun sunshine, rainbow, positivity, power <laughs> hour special of the Jiu Jitsu Times podcast. If you felt if you entered the day feeling a little bit down, I want you to exit the day feeling a little bit perked up because we're cheering for you. I have been. Your host, Kevin Bradley, joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Gallagher, and MMA legend, Roxanne Motifari. Roxanne, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And we will see you next time. Woo! Woo! Plus Ultra. Plus Ultra. (laughs)